This program is brought to you by BibleWay Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 70 is going to be from Isaiah chapter 41 and verse 8. Abraham was called a friend of God. In Isaiah chapter 41 and verse 8, the Bible reads, But you, Israel, are my servant, Jacob whom I have chosen, the descendants of Abraham, my friend. Abraham was called a friend of God. And he was recognized this way several times throughout the scriptures. He was called a friend of the Lord because he obeyed God. In Genesis chapter 22, and reading verses 15 through 18, the Bible reads, Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son, blessing, I will bless you, and multiplying, I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven, and as the sands which is on the seashore, and your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. In your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. Abraham was called a friend of God because he obeyed God. He listened to God. When he was told to leave his country and go to a country in which he did not know where he was going or how long it was going to take him to get there, he trusted God that God had his best interest at heart, and he merely got up and left. And then he was promised a son. He was promised a child to be born to him when he was old, and that through this child, he would have great descendants as in Genesis chapter 22 there, it says his descendants was as be as many as the sands of the seashore. And it was through Isaac that this command was going to take place, that his promise to Abraham was going to take place. But God would test Abraham, and he would tell him to sacrifice his son. And again, just like when Abraham was told to leave the place where he was living, pick up roots and go somewhere else. And he simply obeyed. He trusted God and he went. Well, Abraham did the same thing with his son. He did not withhold his son from God. He took him to that mountain and he was going to sacrifice him on that mountain when God took care of him and gave him a ram to sacrifice instead. But this is why Abraham was called a friend of God. Look at 2 Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 7. And you are and you not our God are you not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and gave it to the descendants of Abraham your friend forever. Again in 2 Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 7 God recognizes Abraham as his friend, and it was because he kept the commandments of God. Moving over into the New Testament, in John chapter 14 and verse 15, the Bible says, If you love me, keep my commandments. 
if we love God, we are going to keep his commandments. And Abraham truly loved God. He kept his command to leave the country where he was and go to a place in which he didn't know where he was going or how long it was going to take him to get there or how long he was going to be staying. He went to that place and he obeyed God. He showed God that he loved him. When God asked him to sacrifice Isaac, the child of promise, the one that his descendants were to come through, he didn't second guess God. He simply took Isaac to the mountain where he was supposed to sacrifice him and he had the knife raised and it was on its way down when the angel of the Lord stopped him. He was going to be obedient to God knowing that God had his best interest in heart no matter what. In Romans chapter 8 and verse 28, it says, For everything works together for the good of those who love the Lord, who are called according to his purpose. Abraham believed this, and he was obedient to God no matter what. If you love me, keep my commandments. And then if you go to John chapter 14, and we look at verses 12 through 15, John chapter 15, verses 12 through 15, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. Here is the requirement for being God's friend. If you do whatever I command you, and that was Abraham's mentality. He was going to do what God commanded him. He trusted God, and he put all of his trust in God. God is going to be able to keep his promises to me, and because Abraham believed this way, he put his trust in God and became God's friend. Greater love has no one than this than to lay down one's life for his friends. You are my friends if, isn't that word if a really big word, even though it's just two letters, if you do whatever I command you. And then looking at verse 15 of John chapter 15, no longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends. For all things that I heard from my father, I have made known to you. And so Jesus has made known everything that was made known to him by the father. And this is why he called us friends. Now it's up to us to keep his commandments so that we are his friend. Abraham was called a friend of God. In Hebrews chapter 11, verses 8 through 11, the Bible says, By faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city which has foundations whose builder and maker is God. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when he was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sands which is by the seashore. And then going on into verses 17 and following, the Bible says of Hebrews chapter 11, by faith, when he was tested, 
offered by faith Abraham when he was tested offered up Isaac and he who had received the promise offered up his only begotten son of whom it was said in Isaac your seed shall be called concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead from which he also received him in a figurative sense and so we see when Abraham was asked to leave his homeland and go to another place he simply obeyed he did not even know where he was going and he simply obeyed God when Abraham was asked to offer up his child of promise Isaac he simply was obedient in verse 19 of Hebrews chapter 11 says concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead and so even if he had to offer him as a sacrifice Abraham believed that God would keep his promises even if he had to raise him from the dead this is why Abraham was a friend of God are we as obedient as Abraham do we believe God and that he's always got our best interest at heart if we were the one that was asked to leave our homeland would we just do it just get on the road and go if we were asked to offer up our child would we do it for God giving it no second thought knowing that if God so chose he could raise him from the dead to keep his promise and he would God will always keep his promises to us no matter what do we have that type of trust in God because Abraham did in James chapter 2 and verse 23 it says and the scripture was fulfilled which says Abraham believed God and was accounted to him for righteousness and he was called the friend of God he believed God no matter what God said, no matter what he wanted him to do, no matter how he was testing him, Abraham always believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Do we believe God today when he promises us that if we do his will, we will have everlasting life? Do we believe God today when he says, if you truly believe in my son, you will go to heaven, John chapter 3 and verse 16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. But believing in him is more than just simply saying it. Abraham could have said, I believe in God, and then not did what God asked him to do. And according to James chapter 2, that type of faith is dead. Faith without works is dead. Abraham had a faith that was alive. It was willing to do the things in which God asked to be done. He believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. When God said, I am going to make your descendants as numerable as the sands of the seashore, Abraham believed him. Even when it didn't seem possible that that promise was going to be able to be kept, Abraham still believed him. He realized he was God. Do we believe God even when it seems like the promises are not going to be kept? That he's God, he does not lie, and that he's going to take care of us even when we cannot see it. Abraham was called a friend of God because he believed God and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. And that belief caused him to be obedient to God. 
This is why he was a friend of God. We need to take note of this, that we cannot be a friend of God if we are not keeping God's commandments. In other words, if we are not doing something that God has told us to do, then we do not believe God, and thus we cannot be his friend. We have to be willing to keep all of the commandments of God, not just the ones that we like, and not just the ones that are easy to keep. In James chapter 2 and verse 23, the Bible says, And the scripture was fulfilled, which says, Abraham believed God, and it was accounted to him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You see, how many times does the scriptures have to tell us how to become a friend of God before we understand how to be his friend? Going back to John chapter 15 and verses 14 and 15, it says, You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for the servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends. For all the things that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. What does that imply? That if we're not doing the things that God has commanded of us, then we are not his friend. And if we are not his friend, then we are not going to have everlasting life. If we are not his friend, then we don't have the promises that the scriptures have made toward us. Abraham was called a friend of God, and he was called a friend of God because he was obedient to God. Go back to Genesis chapter 22, verses 15 through 18 with me as we conclude this podcast. Then the angel of the Lord called to Abraham a second time out of heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, says the Lord, because you have done this thing and have not withheld your son, your only son. Blessing I will bless you, and multiplying I will multiply your descendants as the stars of the heaven and as the sands which is on the seashore and your descendants shall possess the gate of their enemies. In your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed because you have obeyed my voice. We have to obey the voice of the Lord in order to be blessed by him. In order to be his friend as Abraham was, we have to obey his voice. Read with me once again, Genesis chapter 26, verses four and five. And I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of the heaven. I will give your descendants all these lands, and in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. And then again we see in Isaiah chapter 41 and verse 8, But you, Israel, are my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, the descendants of Abraham, my friend. Notice here. That obedience is also key in these statements here. But you, Israel, are my servant. If we're not the servant of the Lord, if we're not the servant of God, then we are not the friend of God. In Second Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 7, where we see you are my friend, talking about Abraham again, and you are not are, are you not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people, Israel, and gave it to the descendants of Abraham, your friend? forever. So as we close today, are you the friend of God? 
So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.